0: The following is a digital short story created by The Mental Edge. None of the names have been changed to protect the innocent. And all of the events depicted in the story are true. As always, the most flattering thing you can do is is like and and share. share. Ah. I might never be a cat guy. But I will always be a Rocky guy. Let me tell you about our cat. Recently, he passed away. Rocky was 17 years old, and he was the most free spirited member of our family. I can't express enough how much I lean toward the dog side of life, but sometimes it takes only one special example to bridge even the most biased, expansive chasms. I remember it like it was yesterday Missy and I had been dating and were about to get married. She came to my little empty house to see what we were going to be working with. She knocked on the door. I sprayed a little air freshener. And then opened the door. As it swung open into the cold late fall night, I could see Missy illuminated by the dim porch light. My heart is beating, baby. And it was awesome. Oh, I need you. I stalled her a little at the door as we chatted. So, I could let the recently sprayed independent droplets of fragrance dissipate into the musty old house air. The delay proved to be detrimental, though. At least, at the time, I thought it was detrimental, because as we chatted, we heard the pitter patter of little tiny feet hopping up the old house stairs. Yeah. Out of nowhere appeared this beyond adorable kitten. If it is possible to possess cuteness as a superpower, then I promise you, our Rocky was born an Avenger. In this moment, I also learned something about Missy. Sometimes, she hears the word no, shakes her head like she agrees, but still gets her way. Usually, by the way, she's right. Rocky was certainly one of those occasions. She said to me, Jay, just one night, he might freeze if we leave him out here. Yes, it was one night, one night that lasted 17 years. Not long after Rocky moved in, it became clear to us that he was special. He became next to impossible to keep in the house. His escape skills were legendary. No escape room would have ever contained our boy Rocky. One afternoon... Not long after Missy and I were married, and Rocky was still very young, I was enjoying a TV show when all of a sudden, something tiny leaped onto my ankle. At this time, with two awesome kids, two cats, and a dog in a 940 square foot house, I was certain that a locust plague was about to descend on me and my perfect little family. And I was not shy in the moment, fellas, at expressing my unhappiness with my wife. In fact, I gotta admit, I lost my shiznit. (laughs) Missy hurried to the junk drawer, under the belief that we had to have some of that stuff that kills fleas in there somewhere. And thank God she was right. In fact, we had a really strange, large, squeezable container of stuff that said kills fleas magic to our ears and our ankles she quickly broke the seal and drenched the neck of the young yearling cat and his older much fatter stepbrother cat kovu all is well now so we thought about an hour later i noticed the fat cat sitting up on the couch pushing back into the wall jerking his head right and left like a state of hallucinogenic panic I said to Missy, what's going on with Kovu? She walked over and was in the middle of the mode of evaluating when out of the corner of our eyes emerged from the bathroom right on cue came Rocky, the yearling kitty, doing his version of the thriller dance as he was in full-on toxic chemical shock, which seemed to us to be death by electrocution. We ran to the garbage, flipped off the lid, rummaged through the coffee grinds to find the broken vial of flea relief. Guess what? On the back was the phrase, toxic for cats. There was a large neon green cat in the description. In fact, the dose given to the two cats was a dose for a dog in excess of a hundred pounds. Now, I'd be lying. If I told you the next day or so, we had faith that Rocky and Kovu were going to make it. Miraculously, they both survived under the stellar care of an awesome 24-hour emergency animal hospital. Maybe Rocky's ability to survive such a near-death experience was the catalyst for shaping the way that he lived the rest of his life. I say this because he became the most low-maintenance, adventurous soul in our house. See, Rocky began to venture back to where he came from. He came from the neighborhood. He came from the streets. And after almost going over the rainbow, he decided he was ready for the rough and tumble streets again. Back to the streets from whence he came. I cannot express enough how impossible it was to keep Rocky in the house. He was stealthy. He would hide in the shadows and dart through the narrowest closing gap of a doorway and its frame. His speed was likened to a brown furry comet at ankle height. We couldn't stop him if we tried, and believe me, we tried and failed. Sometimes he would be gone for hours, sometimes days. We began to wonder if Rocky had a second family. Was our cat cheating on us with another family? Pretend you're mine tonight. But we had a surprise for Rocky. We were about to throw him a curveball. As he slept, we approached him. We used his highly effective techniques against him. We pounced on him. To our amazement, he just purred. We placed him in the kitty carrier and carried him to our new home. Yeah, we were moving. Stealing him away from his familiar streets. In essence, Rocky was being catnapped. But little did we know. The best of Rocky was yet to come. You see, Rocky didn't panic. Even in the midst of something strange, he did little more than give a few extra meows. What he knew that we didn't was that Rocky wasn't just a local street cat. Rocky was the real deal. All the streets were his. He was the original OGC. That original gangster cat. For the first few weeks, Rocky seemed content to explore his new house. He would sit and look out the window, meander by the door a little, but never attempt to dart away as he had in the past. But the streets were calling, and on one particular evening, as the door was slowly shutting, and as I thumbed through the mail I had just retrieved, Rocky made his move. He had lost a step, like a bullet, he pierced his way into the dark, humid summer night. This became once again an unpredictable, uncontrollable pattern. We would worry. We would fret. He would emerge when least expected, meowing at the back door. Funny how he darted out expeditiously, but then returned nonchalantly, slowly entering as if he knew he was missed. Curling his long Maine Coon tail around our shins as he would display incredible, confident cat swag. We tried so many ways to contain him despite his ability to prove he didn't really need a protection. I remember one occasion after he had been gone for days, I saw him lounging on the back deck, all content. I felt the overwhelming sense to lure him close to the door and grab him so that I could evaluate his well-being. So out came the Fiskus treats. I swung the door open slowly and began my best cat whisper. That's it, little buddy. Come a little closer now. <laughs> he swagged on over toward me and began to confidently munch with his head down. It was the perfect position to snatch him But he had proven in the past to be very evasive if he wasn't ready to come in. Armed with that understanding, I straddled the door threshold and assumed the position of an NFL long snapper. In one impressive athletic moment, I snatched him and pitched him through my legs approximately 12 feet behind me. I believe I heard him hit the wall. <coughs> as God is my witness, that frickin' cat hit the wall and reversed his flight route before I could stand up and slam the door shut. I peered through the closing glass door only to see his tail shrink as it disappeared from our deck. Not long after that, Rocky, who might have been a little pissed at me, scratched up one of the arms of our brand new leather couches. You see, we had waited a full year after we moved into our new home to purchase that coveted front room furniture. And not long after it had been delivered, Rocky decided to carve it up. That was not normal behavior for him. But of course, once again, I lost my shiznit. I told my beautiful wife, get that cat to the vet and pull out all of the front and back Jesus knives he was born with. Because if I come home and I find even one cat scratch on my guitar amplifier, you guys are going to wonder why the tacos you're eating that night taste funny. Hey dad, these tacos are awesome. She did just that. Rocky lost all of his Jesus knives. Surely this would slow him down, right? Not a chance, he recovered, and despite not having his claws, he soon ventured back into his streets. Listen, on. Listen on. Cause I'm a brand new man You can't hold me down Cause I'm a brand new man. Woo! Now I began to wonder How he could survive without those God-given weapons. But then on a hot August night, I had decided to go for a late evening jog, and I was on the other side of the neighborhood when I saw our Rocky darting from behind trees, ducking under bushes and cars. Probably making his way back home, I thought. I stopped and said, come here, my little man. Here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Nope, not meow. But he didn't. He gave me the cat equivalent of a bro nod and kept on going and doing the things that probably kept him alive in the streets. You see, Rocky had rules and they seemed to be working and he probably thought, that's okay. We'll have plenty of time to catch up when I get home. There he was shaking his cat head thinking people are so needy and I respected that off I went. Not long after that, we decided to add a bulldog puppy to our family. Now, there are often two types of bulldogs. The ones that are just ecstatic to see you and happy to be part of the family, and the ones who assume they're in charge. Guess which one we got? Yep. Now, at first, Rocky had his way with Stella. He was just too savvy and quick and street smart. But I literally witnessed the moment that there was a power shift. Stella was doing one of those kind of rough, inquisitive bulldog sniffs when Rocky decided to set her straight again. Rocky had done this before, and the sheer power of his clawless hooks was enough to freak the puppy bulldog out. But today was different. As Rocky batted Stella with a rapid-fire rights and lefts, this time, when he finished, he noticed that the bulldog remained unfazed. It was a defining moment in their relationship. Rocky adapted, and instead of brute force, he relied on the same techniques that helped him survive the streets. He would, from that day forward, just use the nimbleness and sneakiness to avoid the bully. And it worked for the most part. Rocky could avoid Stella in a way that would have made Barry Sanders proud. He would toy with her. He turned what should have been a victory for Stella for the rest of her life into a lifetime of frustration. In typical Rocky fashion, he adapted and thrived. During the next few years, Rocky would display some impossibly impressive behaviors. One of my favorites, and certainly one of the most impressive, the dang cat could open screen windows. It's at this time that I would like to reiterate that everything about this story is absolutely true. On late spring evenings when the air was cool, we would lift our window to get a breeze. He would sit on the windowsill, and when he so desired, he would use his paw to pull the pin on the side of one of the window screens. I watched this happen one day in amazement. He would lean on the corner, applying pressure with his head and his cat's shoulder. Tap on the pen in the bottom corner with his paw, and get that corner of the screen to pop out, and then boom, Rocky would wiggle through it. He was gone. One particular afternoon, Rocky had been gone for a long time, almost a full week. We had heard him fighting in the backyard late at night. maybe a raccoon, maybe another cat. We really didn't know. We just knew he was knifeless, and we were worried. A stench began to rise off of our deck. It was actually making its way into our kitchen. It was pretty disgusting, to be honest. Babe, what is that stench? We thought the worst. We hadn't seen him in a week. After some investigation, I realized it wasn't coming off the deck. It was coming from under our deck. We just knew in our hearts, we were certain that our little road warrior had met his demise. So I grabbed the circular saw and began to cut away a section of the deck so that I could create a hatch and we could retrieve what was left of our little buddy. As the sunlight made its way into the 12-inch deep abyss, we were left standing in astonishment. No Rocky, but in his absence, he had killed no less than six rabbits. Hey, hey baby, you don't think our little kitty cat's like a feline Jeffrey Dahmer, do you? Their dry bones and skulls, all sitting in a collective pile. How had he done this? He doesn't even have claws. To this day, we don't know. A mean rear naked choke, we assume. Another amazing Rocky moment in the books. It has never been a chore to love Rocky. He somehow added to our family without it ever feeling like it cost us anything. He never seemed needy, which is very uncatlike to me. He was reclusive, yet always welcomed the affection we would offer in the moment. When at home he kept to himself, camped up in the rafters of our laundry room, perched atop some of our exposed ductwork, I can't tell you how many times he would poke his head out and somebody who had always been a part of our life would say, What? I didn't even know you guys had a cat. We would just chuckle. We're not sure we do. He may have us. Regardless of who has who, I'm so thankful that Missy talked me into that one-night promise with the mysterious kitty. I must admit, I've often lived vicariously through Rocky, as I would wonder what it's like to live so dangerously and come home each night completely unscathed. This morning, Rocky took some of his last breaths as Missy was petting him. It reminded me that it's such a strange and sad thing to watch something or someone you love lay in a debilitated state that doesn't do justice to the way they courageously live their life. I'm also reminded that these moments are so powerful because you can choose to not let them define that thing or that person that you love. I have often thought that Rocky deserved a better life, that hiding from a bulldog wasn't the best, but I'm also reminded that Rocky took everything in stride. Cats can't really show facial expressions, but I imagine if Rocky could... He would have conveyed his thankfulness and appreciation his way, with little more than a confident smile and a purr. I've already been asked the question, Hey Jay, do you think you would ever want another cat? My answer will always be the same. No. With one disclaimer. I might never want another cat, but I would take another Rocky in a heartbeat. Ball is here, hear the yell back to school, ring the bell. Brand new shoes, walk in blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Tonight I'll dream while in my bed When silly thoughts go through my head About the bugs and alphabet And when I wake tomorrow I'll bet That you and I will walk together again I can tell that we are gonna be friends I can tell that we are gonna be friends